0: to Savvy Booked and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Welcome to Savvy Booked and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, Devon A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Pro Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. So let's get started. Today I'm here with Denise Michelle. And Denise Michelle is the love, is the self-love alchemist a certified transformational life coach, rapid transformation hypnotherapist, number one international best-selling author and creator of hypno-healing, think and grow rich instructor, and self-love expert with a background in the healing arts and spiritual entrepreneurship. Hi, Denise. Hi, how are you?
1: Great, how are you doing? That's a big, that's a big, uh deep breath when you're when you're sharing all of that I'm like that's a lot of syllables
0: <laughs> <laughs> great I can't wait to get into all of it because I have 500 questions <laughs> not really but I'm I like, super- I like questions <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. so tell us a little bit more about you and all the things that we just rattled off but tell us just a little bit more about what you do
1: Sure. Of course. So yes, I am the self-love alchemist. Um, That's my, my branding, I guess you can say alchemist is my favorite book. And I've basically just taken everything that I have learned in the world of healing and on and entrepreneurship and um, spirituality that I've studied over the last 20 years. And I just kind of blended it all together at this point. Um, And so this is how hypno healing was created and how, you know, my, my, branding of the self-love alchemist was created and everything I do is based around self-love, self-care and Mm self-healing. So, you know, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't do small talk. (laughs) Um, yeah, we go deep. I I like to go and love to go deep with people because you know what we are, we are full of depth and, um, yeah, I, I, I want to know who you are, you know, and, and typically, you know, our authenticity can only come out by going deeper. Um, So, so I deal, you know, when it comes to my clients, my clients are typically healers, spiritual entrepreneurs or influencers. And uh, I like to say that they're spiritual warriors and they are people here on, you know, on this planet to be in service. And the only way that they can really truly serve authentically is if they go in. Yeah. Um, And get to the other side of the stuff. (laughs) All right. The healing, the trauma, the limiting beliefs, all that stuff. And then what you get from there is is true creation.
0: Yeah. So you mean we need to fix those things, (laughs) limited beliefs, traumas, all that stuff, you know, to be our optimal.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't I, I don't typically use the word fix because I don't like to, I don't want people to think they're broken. Yeah. That's that's a big one, right? I I want people to know that that this is typically generational and ancestral um, yeah. and it's, it's programming. Yeah. This is, this is a lot of it's programming. So whether it's been programmed in our DNA from the time that we were in our mother's womb, um, you know, from what's been passed down generation, generationally or what we have learned in today's society, you know, of being a certain way because yeah. that's what's expected of us. Right right? So it's the deprogramming process.
0: Totally speaking my language. I talk so often with friends and family of like, you know, the, what we're struggling with now. Yes. A percentage is self-inflicted. And I say that super lightly, but you know, a lot of it is, is dealing with stuff. I wasn't even born for like things that, that traveled down my DNA through, um, what I always grew up calling it was just generational curses or, um, generational issues that it's like crap like I am prone to x behavior so how can I manage that deal with that or whatever so it doesn't stop me from being awesome
1: right yeah Yeah. and it's great it's breaking the cycle right because it does it gets it gets it gets passed down you know and and people often hear it in terms of oh it runs in the family right right and I'm like, mm,
0: yeah, and, right. you know, yeah, like, right. and some life choices and some decisions right. you can make. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more. And I'm like super curious about um, the hypnotherapy.
1: Mm, yeah. Well, okay. So, yeah, so yeah. when it comes to our subconscious, right. Our I want you to think of like an iceberg and at, at the, uh, what you can see of the iceberg is 10% of yeah the actual iceberg, right? And then below that, you have this huge sheet of ice underneath the water, right? And it's massive. Well, you can kind of think about our consciousness, our conscious and subconscious mind as that 10% is our conscious mind. 90% is our subconscious mind. And our subconscious mind is truly what's driving the ship. This is why you react and respond the way you do. This is why (laughs) you make the decisions that you make. This is why you feel the things you feel. And it's all happening in the subconscious. And from the time that we are created, and I'm, I'm even saying when we're being, when we're being, um, developed in the womb, right. We are starting to take these things on in our subconscious because your issues live in your tissues, all this stuff lives in your body, right. And unless it's processed, learned to be processed and released out of you, it gets stored in you. Yeah. So the subconscious is huge. Um, People can't necessarily understand why they have addictions. Right. Whether it be an addiction to um, to drugs, alcohol, food um, relationships, certain kind of toxicity, um, why I'm addicted to social media, why I'm addicted to, um, you know, working out. Sure. You know, all of these things, addiction can literally be anything. I used to be addicted to surfing. Right. I was checking out of my life. So, so that's the thing is that, that it's because of these, um, our subconscious core beliefs that we are operating the way that we're operating. Mm. So, well, the question is, well, okay, how do I change that? (laughs) How do I change a channel?
0: Yeah. Right, Right. Right.
1: Yeah, and it and it really starts with awareness.
0: Yeah. So during these sessions, um, you know, are and I'm gonna be goofy for a second, I read yeah. sitting in a chair with what is it like the the black and white spinny thing or like you know a, oh. a clock sliding back and forth? And you know, you're I have done I have done um a little bit of hypnotherapy a long time ago and it was super interesting. Um but it was, and it was more of like a silly thing, you know, not necessarily serious, not necessarily like for serious. entertainment, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. not healing work, not like anything like that. So just curious of like how that shows up in your sessions.
1: Yeah. So in my sessions, they will typically show up. So I actually have a five week program that I take people through because I, I'm, I combine coaching with hypnotherapy. Yeah. Um, because I, for me, that, that was the most efficient for the kind of people that I serve, yeah. um, doing one-off sessions didn't, w- wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so typically in, during this five weeks, you do have one long hypnotherapy session, which is actually about three hours long. Yeah. So you're under for three hours. Um, yeah. and I don't, I don't use a clock. I don't, anything yeah. like that. Everything is actually done a resume. I don't, I don't see clients in person, Mm -hmm. um, after, you know, through the pandemic, everything changed. So, and this is just as effective and it's really, really powerful. And so it's just a matter of allowing your subconscious mind to be open to the possibilities. And I, I always have a primer hypnosis that I send them so that they actually open that part of their brain that's Mm -hmm. resisting, right? I prepare them, I prepare their bodies. I even tell them, you know, 48 hours before, before we meet, eat this kind of food or, you know, like cut this out um, because I want their channels to be open. I want to be able to go and, and flow freely through their system to find the root cause of whatever it is that they're coming to me for.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So, so, you know, for example, a, a, a recent client came to me because she um, was having a really big problem feeling valued and, um, going into, into her session, oh my gosh, it was so deep. I and mean, we did everything from like cord cutting and, um, you know, facing facing um, family members that had really, really hurt her, yeah. um, going all the way into the depths of like, you know, the root causes of of her relationships and why they were turning out the way they were turning out. Mm. Um and the oldest memory for her came up as uh, between five and six years old. Sometimes it goes back to the womb. Sometimes it goes back wow. into past life. Um, but it really, it really depends because you know when we're dealing with you know these issues, we we tend to create them as protective layers on ourselves. Right. 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 And what I do is I I break through that. Yeah. So then they can they can see where it came from. We process it right there and then we transform it. And with that transformation, I actually re- create a uh, personalized recording and they listen to that every day for the next 21 days.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I continue yeah. that. That yeah, because
1: you have to override, right? You're you're right. you're creating a new neurological pathway. You're creating a new system in your brain,
0: right. so
1: that you're no longer triggered by what was being triggered.
0: Yeah,
1: it's like it's like a computer system, you
0: of know? Right, right. This is so cool. I'm super. <laughs> it's I'm cool. It. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I think also, you know, similarly, it if, if I'm correct, just like, yeah, doing research and stuff that you are also, um, a Reiki healer Mm -hmm. as well. And I, um, am super interested too in, I am not a professional by any means, but also how, um, connecting in that way and, and, um, you know, channeling energy that's in your body and even living outside of your body in kind of a, you know, a little bit of a space from your body, and how connecting and and challenging that, and reprogramming some of that, is also super yeah. important. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, well, like in my sessions, is that what you're asking? How I? Yeah, do yeah. That? Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I always turn my Reiki on, um, before I do, I do my healing sessions, um, as an extra layer of love, you know, and, and what's great about Reiki is it can be done remotely. And so they don't necessarily know that it's turned on, but it's turned right. on and even as I, you know, as a former yoga teacher, I would turn it on during class, you know, and just, right. and just give them that extra support. And that's even where like, you know, I don't, I, where sound healing comes in too, because right you know, when I'm making their recordings, I, I choose a certain song with a certain frequency that's in the background while they're hearing my voice. And, um, and my voice is also at a certain tonal range as well. Like I know obviously how to really use my, my throat chakra Yeah, that it, it, it penetrates them, right. You know, it can really penetrate deeply into their subconscious. So then they're like, they're, you know, going through that reprogramming process. Yeah. It's a lot. There's a lot of moving parts to it. You know, it seems Ah. like,
0: Oh, it's just, you know, and I'm like, "Mm, not really, (laughs) you know, like not the way I do
1: it at least. Yeah,
0: definitely. I mean, there's, you know, I think also we've been um, programmed in so many ways, but just thinking of, of healing in general, I, I grew up Christian. And so um, there's that box, if you will, that you can bust open the top. And that's kind of what I've done and expanded a lot. And like, you know, so having a a pairing of all of all of this and understanding that, um, yeah, like you can talk about that one spot, but like you were saying, it's in the blood, it's in the DNA, it's in the space that's around you. And um, I don't know, my opinion is like, why not use everything you can (laughs) to get you feeling X or doing whatever that's just not serving you.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's the thing. That's I think that's what people really um, I, I really want people to understand that, you know, there are so many different healing modalities out there. I mean, and people question, oh, which one should I try or you know, where should I go? And it's you 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 know, finding the ones that are resonant for you. Yeah, that's really, really important. And so in my work, I tend to bring a lot of tools in sure. because you know, one thing may not work for another person and that's okay. You know, but this is why I'm so like, I'm such a nerd. You're probably the same way. Like, you know, like just, I study all the time because I'm so, I'm so fascinated. So whether, whether it's, I'm studying relationships or whether I'm studying subconscious work or, you know, studying business and, or spirituality or whatever it is, you know, and, and, uh, and I bring it all in because I think it's all relevant, you know?
0: Right. Absolutely. So, okay. Let me change gears a little bit because I could talk sure. about this all day, but I do want to hear about um, your book. Tell us a little oh, bit more gosh. about your book. Okay. Yeah.
1: My book. I love my book so much. Yeah. Um, Asian women who boss up. This was a collaborative book. My first book. And uh, I and well, it's an international bestseller number one. I, I that was like whoa, holy moly for my first book, right? Yeah. Um, and what I love about this book so much is um, is that it's reaching a demographic of women that kind of have been under the radar mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways. So, you know, we've been seeing in the last 20 months uh, Asian, people, um, being more in the spotlight in a negative way. And there's been, um, you know, and this book came out at, at the perfect time. It really did because what we have done as Asian women, I'm, I'm half Filipino is is, you know, these are all women who have forged our own paths. We're all entrepreneurs yeah. and we have all, I mean, we go so deep in that book. There are seven and eight figure earners who lost it all. People sure. who have breast cancer, drug addicts. I talk about my, my bouts with mental illness and how I healed it and, you know, starting a yoga studio from nothing, you know, like our stories are really raw and, um, and, and, you know, and we're here to inspire and empower, you know, the Asian community. I mean, this is obviously for every, anyone, but, um, but this was really special for Asian women. Mm. This is, and especially for like my mom, because my mom, um, was Filipino. I don't know if I had shared this with you actually, like, so, my mom got to see the cover of the book, but she never actually got to see the book because she she passed away last December from COVID. Oh
0: man, I'm sorry.
1: So yeah, that was, um, so I look at this book as like, is it you know like this is for mom? Every time I look at that book, I think of her. Yeah. I know I she was just so proud, so proud of like me embracing my heritage in this way, and you know wanting to share with our with our culture. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Yeah. there's
0: something so special, um, you know, and I, I think we can re- relate in this way of just having something where you feel seen, you know. Mm-hmm as women of color and, and not being, you know, our stories not being shared or us, you know, brought to the table or whatever it is. Um, there's definitely something so incredibly special of, um, other people just feeling, seeing themselves, feeling heard, like, oh man, that's my story too. Or I know someone who's gone through something like that, or it's not just me, like how beautiful and powerful it is. Um, and also like how, how simple, and, and by that, I mean, like, it, it doesn't need to be such a grand thing just to be able to have access to share our stories, you know, because they matter.
1: No, and that's, that's a really big thing and everybody, and that's oftentimes, you know, when I, whether I'm doing healing work, coaching work, whatever, just yeah. even talking to people, people just want to be, want to be seen. People right. just want to feel heard, right. you know, and, and that would solve so many problems. <laughs> if we could rise into that. But the the issue with it is, is that there's so much childhood wounding and, you know, stuff, you know, addictions and cycles and behavioral stuff that people just haven't dealt with. But if you really look at, look at the way that people fight with each other, they're not fighting with each other as adults. Those are their children. Those are their inner children.
0: Right.
1: I haven't been heard or seen or loved or accepted.
0: Yeah, definitely. Right. right. You mentioned um, earlier that I just kind of wanted to bring up because I actually heard this term from um, a friend recently about um, doing like cord cutting work. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that's some serious work. <laughs> Can you explain just a little bit more about
1: Yeah. So cords, they're energetic cords. And these, I actually do cord cutting every day because of my line of work. Um, Imagine, you know, people, I'm an empath. So I tend to um, absorb people's energy. So I actually use crystals and tools to help protect my own energy. Yeah. Um, But with cord cutting, it's, you know, I want you to think about the umbilical cord. Mm-hmm. Right. That's attached to your mama. Right. That's it's attached to the placenta. And then, you know, what is all of that anyway? Well, the entire body is made up of very small cells. It's all energy.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So it's no wonder why maybe you feel certain things that you're like, I don't think that's mine. Right. Yeah. I yeah. And you notice, you start to notice, you know what, that's a lot how like my mom reacts when she's mad or, you know, or that's how my dad is, or that's how my grandmother was. Guess what? All those cords are attached to you. Mm. (laughs) So oftentimes when I'm doing the cord cutting in, in um, the hypno session, I'm taking them and I, and I, I have them tell me like how many cords you see. Sometimes people are like, I see thousands and I'm like, yeah, you're old, like you're old, you got an old soul, you know, and it's yeah, totally right. understandable. And then we actually have, I have a process that I help them release those cords, yeah. transmute those cords and, and release and really come into a place of, uh, of love and light. Mm,
0: right,
1: yeah. Right. Yeah. Without
0: feeling tethered or swayed or, you know, as these cords are moving, we're just kind of Well, yeah. And
1: that's the thing too. Like the first time that I had done a cord cutting with my mother, um, -hmm. this is a a few years ago. And I was terrified to let go of the last cord. And I was, I was in a hypnotherapy session being given to me and, and she said, why are you, why are you afraid? And I started crying. I was bawling. And I said, because then she's going to be alone. Mm. I was protecting her. Yeah. I didn't even know.
0: Right. And how long have you been doing that your whole life? Or how's that showed up? Right. I'm the therapist now. How long have you been doing that? I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> right. Well, that's, but that's what you got to ask yourself. Right. right. That's right. the question. You'd start looking back and you're like, whoa, that's so uh, true. Like, that's not my stuff. Right. That right. is not my stuff. Why am I holding on to this? Why do I feel so obligated? Right. Right. Yeah. And you look at something like that. And for me, I was able to free myself and my mom.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what that work does, you know, yes, you're doing that work within your, within yourself, but also, um, they're tied to you. So looking on the other side of the cord, um, or the other situation, it's like, once you, the, the healing that happens with them, once you take the first step to maybe release them, you know, and
1: yeah, well, it's creating an autonomy for both of you.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Right. We, we need that freedom. We need that freedom. And, and it's a, it's a big trust process. I mean, obviously I couldn't do my mom's inner work for her, but right. I could do my work around my, my mom, yeah. you know, I could do my own inner work around my mom. And so, you know, for me, I feel really grateful because when she did pass, you know, it was scary, um, you know, to, you know, she, she got diagnosed with COVID. She got it in the hospital. She, mm. she, um, it took a week, And we didn't know which way it was going to go. This was terrifying. I didn't get to see her. I didn't get, you know, I wasn't there with her. And I didn't have that, that process that you would want with your loved one. And I had to really go in with this. And and I I came to a point where I was at a crossroads and I was like angry. I felt like, I felt like the last remnants of the seven years of deep inner work I had done around my mom, my mama trauma is what I call it. Yeah, sure. Um, That that this was this was it and so i processed all weekend and then monday she calls and says hey can you bring me some stuff to the hospital yeah of course and i um i just felt very called to write her a letter in that moment mm. and i do not remember what i wrote in that letter all i knew was that it was clearing the path yeah. for whatever direction this was meant to go and i mm. said either you know, she'll survive this and she'll whatever, you know, or like whatever I said, but regardless, we have come into completion.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was so trippy because that was the last, you know, thing that she got to read of mine. And, you know, she cried and she called me. And that was the last time I got to have like a coherent conversation with her. Right. And mm-hmm. so when she did actually pass away, I felt complete. Like, but then my sisters, for example, had a lot of stuff that they hadn't done.
0: Right. So, right. And, and, you know, praise be, you were able to do that, some of that, that work, you know, ahead of time and you're able to be at that place. And I think also being um, ready to, my friend and I call it, you know, being, being open to receive downloads. Right. So, like, when they happen in that moment, you're like, yep. I heard it. Yep. I'm going to do that. Right. And so being open and, um, again, I don't want to say like healed enough, but being open and aware enough to be be like, Oh, I, yep. And being tapped in, you know, to be able to do that. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's important. And, and, you know, and that's the thing is that, you know, now I have been, um, I didn't expect to have, to, to, to be a specialist in grief, but over that, over a period of one year and 12 months, I I actually, uh, lost five beings in my life, including my mom, um, my dog, my grandfather, two of my aunts, my dad almost died of COVID. Um, it was, and this is how I spent my whole year. Like I'm just now coming out of all of this and rebuilding myself. Um, and, and now I'm really talking about it. I'm talking about grief. I'm, I'm really having these deep conversations, um, whether, you know, however they're showing up on podcasts or with, with people and whatnot, because if we really think about it, our, our lives are really based on love and loss.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And we're grieving all the time. We just don't know. We just don't know it or realize it. And so whether it's growing from an old version of yourself to a new version, it's, or it's, you know, something more, um, more visible to you, like changing jobs or changing apartments or homes or whatever, you know, changing relationships, getting married, you know, like all of these transformations create
0: grief. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Right. And then, but then also, create opportunities for absolutely
1: oh know, absolutely absolutely yeah. but it but we have to go through the grief process
0: yeah, right.
1: right and there's no like you know people are saying there's a five stages of grief I mean yeah but it's not what you think it is it's like it comes at any time it yeah. comes you know it's you can have this and this and this swoops in you know or it could be you know something completely you know out of like I I because so many great things have been happening lately. And I just remember saying to my sister really recently, I was like, but you know what? With all these great things happening and all these opportunities coming through, I said, I would I would give it all up for one more day with mom. Of course. And uh and then and then she was like, Yeah, that's your bargaining. And I was like, I know. The bargaining came up. Mm-hmm. It just did.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 I know, <laughs> girl. <laughs> okay. Um Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I guess I'm just a little speechless and like one, just like feeling you through the screen and and understanding, um, or I guess connecting in like, what a freaking journey you've been on the last, the last year of just COVID in general, but also people who do spiritual work who are open in that space who are, um, it's like, you know, a lot of it doesn't belong to you, like you mentioned earlier. And so being able to protect yourself, um, from a lot of those things, but also how, um, how it's, I don't want to say heavier, but how it's just different when things are happening to you, um, and how to manage that and other people and where they're at and doing your job, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of it was honestly slowing down and not taking on as many clients um, and trusting that I was supported financially. And I was, and I just learned how to how to uh, scale my business a little bit differently sure. and um, take on less, but create more value. And so I would, you know, take one-on-one and VIP clients only. And now I'm moving back into groups and sure. kind of things like that. But, um, but looking at that and, and, you know, honestly, it's a lot of self-care and it's a lot of grace.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a
1: lot, a lot of grace because the days that, uh, I couldn't barely get out of bed. I literally had to visualize my feet touching the floor so I could get out of bed because I was spiraling, mm-hmm. you know, like after mom died, I was spiraling. I, you know, there were just like, it was like, well, what can I do today? Uh, well, I can take a shower today and I can feed myself. Okay. Right. That's it.
0: Yeah. And then the
1: rest of it is like, you know, just I like, I couldn't, I couldn't think I couldn't like Netflix was my best friend. It had to be, I, I, that was the only thing we're going for walks with my dog at the time. And I wasn't with my family. Like I couldn't be with my family because, because of COVID, like, so I had to grieve my mom by myself. So, you know, when we look at, and this is why it's so, so important to, to yes do our work but also like heal heal Mm -hmm. your stuff like our relationships are so this is why we're on this planet is to create relationships with people not fight with people you know and not just keep like projecting onto everybody like we want we want bliss we want to feel safe we want to feel protected we want to feel secure we want to feel love and compassion
0: all the good things you know desperately desperately (laughs) yeah don't always know that How to get there? So, if someone is listening, um, and they're like, you know, Denise, please help my life. (laughs) I need you. (laughs) Talking about, I'm interested. How can people find you?
1: Yeah, so they can definitely find me on my website, which is called bridgethelove.com. And um, you can apply if you want to work one on one with me, you can apply to to work with me and set up a um, like, you know, it's just kind of like a 15 minute intro session. And we can talk about what you're dealing with and, and go into in depth, um, if if we're the right fit to work together. and, and you can follow me on social media. Instagram is huge for me. Um, Denise Michelle XOXO. And I, I just, I put a lot of content out there. I have even like a private Facebook um, group called the self-love tribe. And I pour content into that pretty much daily. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I put a lot out there. I just, you know, if, if there's anything that I want for people, it's like, like I see myself radiating just love in the world and that love comes from you know shining that light onto other people and those people learning how to love themselves and then then you know it's like it's like the pay it forward right, right. you start really learning these parts of yourselves and you can start learning how to be more compassionate towards people and more empathetic and more loving and more kind you right. know you can you can stop with the 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 reactionary responses so much right. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It definitely took a different (laughs) turn, which I'm so incredibly thankful for. And so I just want to thank you for sharing with us and, and being open, you know, with us to talk about some hard things, but healing is beautiful and it's difficult and it's messy. And, um, I'm just, you know, thankful to have talked with you and that people like you are out there doing the work. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you, you very much for having me. It's really yeah. been a pleasure. <laughs> um, and thank you everyone for listening to Savvy Booked and Blessed. If you're a successful six to seven fit female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.prosavvyas.com podcast dash guest we're regularly putting out episodes and content so make sure you don't miss out on anything and subscribe chat with you later thank you for listening to savvy booked and blessed if you are a successful six to seven figure female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program please visit podcast.prosavvyas.com podcast guest if you got something out of this interview would you share this episode on social media just do a quick screenshot on your phone and text it to your friend or post it on the socials if you know of someone that would be a great guest go ahead and tag them in social media and let them know about the show and include hashtag savvy book and blessed. i love seeing your posts and i love your guest suggestions we're regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss out on any episodes go ahead and subscribe Give your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews. We definitely go a long way to help promote the show. It means a lot to me and my team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.